Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. We are back in the saddle after some uh, summer vacation stuff. Steve is back after being... Where were you? I was in on the beach in Texas. Summer. We have yeah an annual family yeah. reunion, and there was up to I think twenty four of us at one time. Yeah, Texas has beaches, huh? Texas has beaches. I grew up walking distance from the bayfront in Texas, and Corpus Christi. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, and I enjoy the beach in Texas. Yeah, it's not the prettiest beach, and the water is not that great, but uh, it is very convenient and very accessible. Yeah. Well, I heard that we had had a conversation with uh, Jonathan Mall yesterday, and you were talking about how you dislike the California beaches. Yes. So I lived in California. I lived in Texas, and I actually prefer the Texas beach over the yeah. uh, California yeah. beach. Okay. Well, fair enough. I've spent a little bit of time in Texas and, and actually on the beaches, but not a lot. So, But anyhow, I digress. We are in a podcast here called Church Solutions Podcast, and Steve and I work for a company called JSL Solutions. We uh, bring you streaming video through streamingchurch.tv, as well as uh, mobile apps, churchapplive.com, and uh, we have church management software and website templates and all that stuff. Uh, with a company called MyFlock.com. And you can hear us on iTunes, subscribe to us, like us, review us, don't like us, whatever. And we'll tell you about some of the other platforms we're on. Right. But uh, So today, Steve, what's our what, topic? What, are, what, is, what is our topic? What is, so what today our topic is push notifications. So we're going to talk about push notifications. And uh, this is actually, uh, there's a lot of things you can do with push notifications for your church, for your ministry. I guess even for your business, uh, we obviously have a company called churchapplive.com, which I just mentioned. It is mobile apps, and uh, you can obviously use our, our mobile app, or you can use these things that we're going to talk about if you have somebody else's mobile app, right. or if you're thinking about getting a mobile app, this might be something to entice you or at least you know entertain the idea. Mm-hmm. So push notifications. Um, well, let's first of all talk a little bit about what they are. What's a push notification uh, as opposed to a text message? All right. That's, I think it's a common confusion about the difference between a push notification and a text message. Yes. So push notification, it's going to go out to everyone that has your app. So for, in our case, it's everyone that has Church App Live that's a part of that church. So it'll go out to each of those people. So it's a, it's a notification. It's, it's like a blast, like an email blast or a text mm-hmm. message blast, I guess. It's going to go out to everyone that has the app. As opposed to a text message, it's going to go to phone numbers that you direct it to. Okay. So, and there's a few other differences here as well. Right. So, for instance, I get push notifications from CNN, from uh, CBS Sports, I don't know, uh, my own church and other things. And what happens for me, I don't know if this is, but, but, you know, my phone will just kind of light up. And of course, you have to, on your phone, you have to accept, you have to make a settings. 
Right. You have to enable push notifications, yeah, and the right. default is to have them enabled. Right. Okay. And you can actually go on your phone and, and choose what apps you want to accept push notifications that's right. from. That's, that's very important. So I will get, so what happens for me anyhow on my iPhone 6 here is that my iPhone 6 will just light up. Uh, I've disabled the noises, I think. Well, maybe the sound. I think I have sound on maybe one or two of my push notifications, but uh, some of them, they just kind of come up on my screen. You know, somebody's pitching a no-hitter in the seventh inning or mm. or if it's CNN, you know, something's happened and little flash and and that just gives me an idea and of course there's weather push notifications you know right. we get we out here in I tucson just, monsoons yes i just uh, turned those i went into my turn them off yeah. i was getting those all the time it's sunny well, and hot here and we're getting these severe flood alerts and, right <laughs> <laughs> exactly because we have flooding here in tucson if it rains a lot really fast because of our monsoons. so uh anyhow so so push notification so that that's what it is uh, and and uh, the owner of the app uh, sends out these notifications uh, to people who have opted to receive the messages and the messages should be short yes uh, they should be uh, they should be pretty much because they're going to go straight usually in the front of the user screen as right. I just mentioned they'll, or they'll, they'll go to kind of the center of the screen or just the top of the screen right okay as opposed to a text message which is as you just mentioned earlier a text message is sent to a, a person's phone regardless of whatever apps they've got or ha- have or have not downloaded right and and uh uh of course that person they've opted in if they've given you their phone number yes that's the mean. only way you're going to get a text message right from that okay so um there's some some stats here research tells us that users who have enabled push notifications average about 88 percent more app launches than those who have have it disabled. So these are so in other words, if you have an app and you've enabled to receive push notifications, you're going to get a notification, and and usually it's going to lead to launching that app, right? You know, and and whatever for whatever in reason. In your case, you get your MLB, and you say, "Oh, let's launch the MLB app and see what the score is in that right. no hitter game." Or <laughs> exactly, or yeah, I mean, football season's coming up. I'm sure there's other things. Thirty five percent of consumers who subscribe to mobile marketing aren't getting relevant messaging. So um, the the bottom line is here is that you want to make you want to make your text messages relevant mm-hmm. and you want to uh, engage your congregation and of course we we work mainly with churches and ministries so that's kind of what we're talking about here cuz your congregation really does want to hear from you. Uh, at least most of them do. Some of them don't. Uh, and the app user is is really they have found the most engaged with your church, uh, and and it's because they've taken the time to download your app, uh, and they're kind of showing loyalty. They're showing engagement when they do that. Uh, they're connecting with your church vision, your mission. Yeah, we've had some discussions with some pastor friends of ours as well. Mm-hmm. With uh, he, he was under the he is under the impression that. Um, he wanted to engage the the people within the church, but not require them to download an app. And we kind of went back and forth about, um, well, if they're if they want to engage participate in the in the service, most likely they're going to be willing to download the church's app. Most of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and actually, 
what we're going to do here today is we're going to talk to you about how you can use push notifications. I probably should have said that up front. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about how you can actually use push notifications effectively. So that's what we're going to do today because uh, people, you know, you can take advantage of this technology. I mean, it's it's a great technology to have, it, it, and you can send it to your to your audience that is, you know, or your members. Yeah. And, and give them the content that they want. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a technology that people overlook all the time. I think it's there, it's available, and you know, some of our ministries, I actually you know have I download their apps as well, and so I'll get their push notifications. Some ministries are using it, but I think um, it's an often overlooked right. item. People think, oh, they have a you know, how are we going to get everybody. Right. Get a word out to everyone, and, yeah. and people forget that. Oh, I can send a push notification. Exactly, and it and it's it can be very effective if done right. So let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how you can do it right. So so first of all, let's talk a little bit about engagement. Uh, so you know, engagement at at church, it's not just about keeping your congregation entertained. I mean, it's it's about you know uh, helping them grow spiritually, nurturing them. Uh, you know, and, and helping them from, from not, not just showing up on Sundays or whatever, but giving them opportunities to be engaged throughout the week. So uh, there's lots of ways you can use push notifications, uh, small group uh, participation. Uh, you might want to occasionally, and, and the key, I think for me, the key is to not hammer people with push notifications right. all day long. You definitely don't want to abuse it. So, <laughs> But you definitely want to use it yeah, like and find my, that balance. My severe weather alerts multiple times a right. day for yeah. 10 days in a row. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that that's, yeah, that's, they're trying to do safety there. But uh, so, so one of the things you can use push notifications for is, is to help build up some things going on in your church. So let's say small groups, you know, you've got some program going on, some small group, uh, meeting, whatever, uh, you know, you can, you can encourage people by sending them a push notification and let them know, Hey, we've got small groups starting up here, coming mm -hmm. up, uh, you know, sign up to get involved, those kind of things. Uh, and so it will help them connect a little bit better. Yeah, and it, again, I've even used, we, we host a, a small group at our house and, and, you know, I'm the technology guy. So mm -hmm. I've even used the push notifications just to kind of give people a heads up, say an hour before the, or mm -hmm. we're going to meet and say, Hey, look forward to meeting, every, seeing everybody tonight. And we'll send out a push notification to yeah. those in our small group. I think that's yeah. good. Uh, the other thing you can use it for is uh, different social activities you've got going on at your church. You've got something going on during the week or maybe something Sunday night. Again, you could send a push notification uh, reminding people, hey, we've got some fun stuff happening. It's planned, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, send it out there for people. That would be another thing. Mm -hmm. So. Another point would be volunteering. So uh, volunteering is always kind of an issue with churches, especially as you grow. You've got different ministries, and you need help in different areas of your life, your ministry, I should say. And so, uh, you know, people sometimes have good intentions, but they don't follow through. Uh, again, if you send out a text message, or a, not a text, but a push notification, uh, you can maybe uh, send something out if you're perhaps a little shorthanded right. for an event. And as I'm thinking about this, several of our, you know, we've done some other podcasts. We've talked mm -hmm. about how to promote your app within the church. Right. And some of these things are going to leverage off each other. If you haven't, if you haven't promoted your app, then your most dedicated people aren't going to have the app. And so right. your push notifications may go to, you know, a lot be, be um, much less effective than they could have been. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, there's, I think you want to, you want to make sure that you promote your app, get your right. most committed people using your app. And then that really pushes the potential on this, which it tends to be a kind of self-reinforcing circle. You got more people using this, they're talking about it. And so, which helps promote the app, which, you know. Gets right. people connected as well. Well, and you could even make an announcement saying, hey, did you guys know we have push notifications if you have our app or if you don't have our mobile app, you know, download it today. Mm-hmm. You could make that as an announcement or put it on slides, put it in the newsletter. Uh, you know, one of the things we've always talked about and whatever you're promoting, make, make sure you put it everywhere, you know, whether it be newsletters and websites and all that stuff. So, but yeah, you could even say, hey, if you want to get quick reminders on things, uh Download our mobile app, right? And you'll get some reminders or and whatever it might be. We need to, you know, if um, you know, people can go through and disable push notifications on on the apps individually, right? So, I mean, that's something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. So, if they don't, you know, they can participate in the app, and if they're afraid of, right. oh, these guys are going to sit me up a notification every day, then true, they can. Go the cautious route and turn off the notifications. Sure. But there may be some things, and we're going to get to us down the list here a little bit. In fact, uh, here's one right now. You know, we talked about reasons to use push notification. Another reason is to help people grow spiritually, to deepen discipleship. Uh, there's a stat, again, 80% of churchgoers show up on Sunday and have no other interaction with their church during the week. Uh, that's always a frustrating thing for me as a pastor, uh, as I work with churches. Uh, you know, they've got a Sunday morning service, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing else is going on during the week, or at least the people aren't involved right. in things during the week. And so uh, what you can do is you could use push notifications in several ways. You could use it uh, to help people connect with daily devotions or daily Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that, you know, with your push notification, which, uh, again, you know, if you talked about getting people more involved uh, in, in in downloading the app, you could promote that, saying, hey, we're having a special six-week deal coming up. It's, you know, reading your Bible every day or something, you know, put a little bit of effort into it and creativity into it. But you could promote something and say, we'll send you the the passage to look at or whatever. Right. You know, or you can get, I mean, the pastor can get involved as well, and you could. To have the pastor send a, a very personal right um, push notification yeah. to each person on that kind of encourages them in the walk. Maybe it pertains to the talk from the past weekend and mm-hmm. things they can do during the week. And yeah, yeah. or uh, the next one would be kind of ties in with that, and that is uh, uh, you know you can increase your engagement for the upcoming worship service by giving somebody, you know, some, some, uh, I don't know, some, something to read. You might call it homework maybe, uh, or something some, to prepare them for the message coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, again, I, the creativity, it's up to everybody, but you can, the sky's the limit. You could have something going on in your, uh, uh your upcoming service where you want to get feedback from people ahead of time on a particular topic. And if you push that out through a push notification, uh, you know, people could go to a certain place, fill out a survey maybe, or uh, somehow a poll or something, which, by the way, Church App Live has all those features <laughs> yes. where they could they could do some of that stuff. You get the word out, and then come Sunday morning, you've already got some stats mm-hmm. from your congregation on whatever it might be you're talking about. Right. So, uh, again, you can uh, use push notifications to follow up with a message or as a precursor to kind of give them an idea, hey, here's what's coming, and we want to hear from you kind of a deal. All right. All right.
what else can we use push notifications for? So um, there's um, we talk about prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in here, absolutely. So I know that within our, you know, hopefully not talking too much about our own app, but the, we actually utilize some push notifications in our prayer request uh, tool. That the prayer board is people post to the prayer board. Um, others can go and see the private prayer request area and click to say they're praying for it. Mm-hmm. And it'll send a push notification to the original poster of the prayer request. Let them know somebody's praying for you. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah. Prayer request. I mean, it's not just cool technology. I mean, it can, it can be really used. Push notifications when it comes to prayer requests can be used in tasteful ways in meaningful ways. Uh, and and it, again, it, it kind of points people back to prayer. Right. Or if community. you want the whole church body praying over a particular issue, right. send mm-hmm. out the push for, uh, yeah. notification saying, hey, we all, um, such and such was in an accident. We need prayer for, you know, right. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, quotes and inspirational things can be put in push notifications as well. Uh, you know, a lot of times if you're on Facebook, you'll see somebody post a inspirational post and, uh, you know, those are nice and everything. Well, you could, if you were maybe the pastor or one of the leaders, you could, if you guys felt like you wanted to, you know, you could, could put, do, send a push notification. It has an interesting quote, maybe mm-hmm. again, pertaining to something that you're speaking on or have spoke on or something uh, something that would insp- inspire your congregation using push notifications really work. So, so the other purpose you can use here as we move along is why you should consider using push notifications for your church would be uh, there's some practical things. We're talking a lot of, about spiritual things, but there's some practical things that you can keep in mind. One of the things that um, my church, there's a road that kind of goes kind of right past our church and down a ways, down the hill a little ways, you know what it is, over by Overton and yeah. and Latoya, there's always that little dip there that floods during the monsoon season. Well, this this Sunday the road was closed, <laughs> and uh, it actually affects your church, because your church is not too far from my right. church as well. Uh, I didn't do this, I should have probably done it, but uh, I wasn't totally sure it was closed, but uh, found out later, but you could always send a push notification saying, hey, uh, there's a a street closure, right? Yeah, which may be running next to your church or close to your church, and you could send a push notification. Practically speaking, saying, "Hey, uh, the road's flooded; it's closed. Use yeah, use alternate yeah, route. use an alternate, you know, whatever to uh, to do that." So very, very or you know, uh, another way you could use push notifications. Let's say you're doing some some work on the parking lot. Maybe if you've got a big parking lot, maybe the West End is getting some construction done. So you could always send that out ahead of time. That way when people pull in, instead of going left, they can go right. and mm-hmm. They won't be frustrated. You know, they'll have a little bit of a heads up. I don't know about you, but there's nothing. I don't like surprises. Right. I just don't like them. I, it, and it the nice thing me. about the push notifications is you can you can time them. You know, there's, it's right. not like an email or an, oh, you know, you couldn't send out a, you probably wouldn't be prudent to send an email out the morning and saying the road was closed because people right. may not check that email until right. the next day. Right. That's so, true. Yeah. It's one of the nice things. Push notifications are going to go pretty much instantly. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got uh, the, the next point about practical reasons for using push notifications when we have churches that use our mobile app to do this all the time, especially back East and the Midwest. And that is, we touched on it earlier, weather, mm-hmm. uh, snow issues, uh, Services are postponed, services are delayed or canceled completely because of 20 inches of snow. 
uh, I had that experience when I was pastoring in Kansas. And so a push notification, again, keeps people on their toes and they, you know, give, makes, makes, gives them an idea of what's, here's what's coming up. We've got weather issues. You know, we're, we're changing service times or we're not having them at all. So anyhow, so, so I think some good things. And of course, as we talk about technology, everybody's using it, but especially young people. And so if you've got a youth group, uh, it, Push technology is pretty good for youth group people. You oh, can yeah. engage your youth. There's, yeah, I've become this way, and I know all the kids are very much attached to their phones. So, yeah, it's a good way to, you know, really, you promote the app, get everyone in your youth group using the, you yep. know, downloading your app, and then you've got a channel to communicate with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, youth is another uh, source you could, you know, uh, engage people with. And then uh, the other, the other thing too is, and, and again, we touched on this a couple months ago, but when it comes to giving online, fundraising, mobile giving, uh, there's some stats that say that when people get reminders mm-hmm. uh, through push notification about giving, that it actually has doubled the mobile app giving. Uh, and so again, if you're interested really? in, in you know, uh, especially in the summertime when people are on vacations and stuff, lots of times people have great intentions to give. Right. They don't because of things have distracted them. But a push notification saying, and you know, you might want to do it in a tasteful way. Yes, I'm just thinking through that. You <laughs> may want to be very tactful. You might not want to say, the only push notifications we ever send out are one request for <laughs> donations. You probably wouldn't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Yes. But there's a creative way and a tactful and way a to do ta- it. Yeah, right. And, and so sending a push notification out for whatever it might be, and it, it may not be, just the, the overall giving, it might be perhaps your church is having a special fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Might be for a special mission, missions project. Might be for a special deal at the church. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing to just, as people receive the push notification, if they click on the push notification, it's going to launch the app. We talked about that earlier. Right. So, I mean, pushing out for donations, we have donations you know, within our app and, right. and other Apps that are you know that are geared for ministry have the same capabilities, yeah. so it's yeah you know, it's it may be you may want to target um, some action that is available when the within the app is mm-hmm. the app's going to get launched when they push on the yeah. push some action steps to take. So um, these are just some things that you really should use or take advantage of if you have a mobile app. Uh, and let's push us, right? We, why not? This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> so we have churchapplive.com, very interactive, uh, has all these things we talked about and more, has uh, people can get involved with uh, actually a game element to it if, if you wanted, for the, especially for the youth, church check-in, uh, yeah, polls. Uh, yeah, the, the, the list goes the, on The focus on. when we put the app together was to try to, create a, I guess, a very participatory right. environment so very that interactive. people are participating during the service. There's mm-hmm. ways to participate, you know, yeah. in the congregation as the service is going on and from the leadership right. point as well. Yeah. So plus all the normal things you would expect in an app. Bells and whistles. So how can people get churchapplive.com? So how can I would think they would go to churchapplive.com and okay. create a free trial. And it's free 30-day tr- uh, free. 30-day trial, um, and uh, if they want to activate, what's that, how does it all work? So you download the app, install it, you play with it for 30 days, and if it's something that's going to work for your congregation, 
There's, uh, you can activate the app. Otherwise, it'll just go away. Um, okay. There's no credit card required when you sign up. Okay. So your, your free trial will just expire automatically. And so once you activate your account, then we typically, what we do is brand it for your church. Yeah. If you, you don't have to have it branded. Yes, you don't have to have it branded, but most of the churches do. And what we mean by branding is the, the app will be found by your church name or whatever name you want to give the app inside the app stores, and it'll have your icon and your launch screen, that sort of thing. If they don't brand it, people can still, uh, members can still download the app if they don't brand it. Yes. You decide you want to use it and keep it. Uh, they would just have to search for church app live. Yeah, and search yeah. is probably a relative term. It's gonna, it will identify the closest member churches to wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So be a uh, short little list. It could be a sh- very short list. Could be only one church on yeah. the list. And once you select, you identify your church, then it just locks it in. Locks it in and does that. So, uh, lots of features. And you know, by the way, if you are interested in that, we don't pressure people. But if you want a live demo. Uh, you want to you want to see what Church App Live can do, the different features. Uh, we can certainly give you a live demo where you can just uh, log on to your computer, go to a specific link, and we can talk to each other while I show you, or somebody shows you, Steve or me shows you different features on the ChurchAppLive.com. We do that for StreamingChurch.tv as well as uh, myflock.com. So lots of good features here to help your church get connected, get interactive with each other. Mobile apps, I think are, uh, personally, I still think they're a great tool. I like them. I have several on my phone and I use them and I like them. So, all right. So that about wraps it up for this edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, You can always find us on YouTube. Just look for streamingchurch.tv on YouTube. We actually have the audio for this. And uh, I keep saying we're going to do video again. We used to do video all the time. Yeah, we're probably going to do. We're probably going to start doing video here pretty soon. But you can find us on iTunes. Look for Church App. Look for Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, and you can find us on NewMediaMinistries.tv, little platform there, which is our little blog that tells you about things going on and features we have there. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a review or give us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. And since we've been talking about Church App Live, we can just go, you can use support at churchapplive.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, See what you have have some suggestions or some feedback. Uh, It's always good to hear from people and we appreciate that. So, all right, we is done. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) See you next week. All right, folks. Uh, I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. We will catch you next week for another edition of the uh, Church Solutions Podcast. Have a great day.